What's up, President-elect Obama? What's up, Georgia? Welcome to Time is a Flat Circle. I know we haven't done this in a while, but it's a special occasion because we've got two, uh, I don't know, just big, massive pieces of shit joining us that haven't been here in a while. I'm talking about, you know, Adrian and Jaime. And you don't have to introduce yourselves now because I did it for you, but I will throw it over to Andre. How you doing, man? I am doing good, man. Uh, just living life and, uh, you know, happy to be here. Uh, I am going to throw it to back to you, Joseph, just to change things up. Yeah, we're living here in this post-pandemic world. I'm enjoying the fact that we no longer have to wear a mask or social distance. And uh, we're all in the same room <laughs> recording this. So that's great. Uh, got a new president. Uh, Allegedly. Everything's, everything's great. Everything's just so good in America right now. I'm happy to be an American. I'm proud to be an American, just like the song. And uh, Josh, you got a lot of Spurs gear on. What's what's going on over there? Is that just things? What's up, man? You it know, also looks like you're wearing pajamas. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just excited for draft day. You know, I am the Quindary Weatherspoon of this podcast for sure. <laughs> um, and I'm just you know I'm excited for the future of the Spurs, man. Embracing Fiesta colors again. That's cool. You know, I'm excited for uh, for what's to come for for the rebuild. You know, and uh, turquoise on top is, of that, uh, I'm gonna throw it. I was going to say we'll turquoise is the state color of Nevada. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, it's the reset. The great reset. Shut not, the not, fuck not up. Not the reset. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I'm going to throw it to, uh, to to Adrian. I'm happy to see his bearded face again. Taking a break from being a father. Taking a break. Indeed. Indeed. Thank you, Josh. Um, I got nothing to say. I'm just excited to be uh, chilling, shooting the shit with a uh, you guys, it's been what Ooh. six months? Six months? I'll, I'll keep the hot this, takes this, for later. Yeah, all this we shake off the rugs, and we got got nothing. Honda, what are you doing over there? You still alive? Hey, yeah, man, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm just happy to hang out with my friends and Jaime. Um, so it's definitely been a trip. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, we haven't heard from this dude in a minute, so I'll go ahead and pass it over to him. What's up, guys? Uh, for the rest of this podcast, I would like to be referred to by the name of Adrian's second kid. Because I actually don't know his name or her name. I actually haven't heard from Adrian in like a minute. I'm trying to think the last time I was over at your house. I wonder if he even remembers who I am. I, you know, I remember point. it was the night that you brought that girl over and she drank all of his good whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. No, I... Uh, I felt really sorry was, for Jaime uh, was being there some so time technologically between? deficient because all of his... You know, his phone and like uh, his his Skype only goes apparently one way. <laughs> I at the beginning, he never he never answers my texts. I know that. Video oh, conferences true. are the kryptonite of IT. Dig that's it. true. Well, what you said was I what IT is the kryptonite of video conferences, or it was completely backwards. <laughs> Something. All right. Well, I do want to get this start, started off on a, a good note. So let's uh, just from the visceral reaction we got from Josh. Jaime, tell us all about the Great Reset. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, terms like fiat currency and, and gold-backed. Uh, oh. so, so, Did uh, you say fiat currency? Fiat currency. Like, uh, like you have to pay like for ready? everything uh, in Andre, cars. You, you have to pay for everything for in automobiles. Andre, I'm going to give you a button to help you out. So that way when they tell you it's time for the Great Reset, all you have to do is press that button i mean that would be helpful uh, uh guess guess how much bitcoin to have I an bought. actual button <laughs> what is I bought so i bought so much bitcoin 
You have no Wait, idea. Is, is 50 Cent still a millionaire from all the Bitcoin that he bought back in like 2014? Uh, no, no, no. He's now only a millionaire because of the money he received for uh, supporting Donald Trump. Yeah. I'll take uh, what is the great reset for 200, Jaime? What what exactly? Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't I mean, actually want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's go to oh, something okay. else. I, I mean, yeah, that too. I mean, I, I looked at the website. I know the World Economic Forum, whoever that is, uh, put it on uh, the internet. Uh, I dabbled in Litecoin. Wait, was it Litecoin? Was it Ethereum? Okay, so uh, Tr- Trudeau no, no, actually... It, no, it was Litecoin back in 2017. And that that burst real quick, uh, like Andre well, got me burst, into doggy actually. coin. He got me deep Do- into Doge, doggy Doge coin. Yeah, doggy coin. Doge coin. Um, I, I own nine thousand shares of Doge coin. Uh, Trudeau let something slip the other day because he said the words "the Great Reset," <laughs> and I was like, "Don't do that, man. You're 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 a world leader. Don't say the Great Reset in, wait, in that combination of words." No, wait. It's like a real thing. I, I, but there's so much conspiracy shit about the Great Reset that it's just it's 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 adding fuel to a fire that doesn't need to be raging alongside um, the the year that is 2020. Is it this season's 5G? Because 5G was like the crazy shit in spring, and so it's the Great Reset, the uh, the winter conspiracy. Uh, it is the urgent need. There is an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the COVID-19 crisis. I don't think that has to do with the Great Reset at all. The Great Reset is just the fact that uh, the U.S. dollar is essentially the standard and the United States doesn't have uh, a backed currency, so like a commodity-backed currency, so they can just print money to pay off their own debts. What? What, what I know... Jaime, when should I expect my button? Yeah, what, what I know about the Great Reset is more what Jaime was talking about. It's like the, the IMF, like put this white paper together basically saying you know COVID's here let's use it as an opportunity to reset everything never waste a good crisis uh andre why don't you go ahead and reach out to your product manager alejandro san miguel for for an answer to that question sir. no you you said you were giving me a button <laughs> I, I know i'm just running are you the saying shop. you're a, a liar this is a good look into jaime's management style he's actually <laughs> managing yeah. delegate somebody else gets the yeah. position wrong he's like... actually managing yeah i mean just yeah. give him just give him about yeah. 10 minutes before he makes andre cry <laughs> oh gosh I'd, I'd, I wasn't going to make the that. joke. I'd watch that. <laughs> I w- it would take a lot for Andre to cry. For me to make God, Andre dude. cry. Fast Fast and Furious 7 every time. All you got to do is put up, put, put them driving <laughs> off but at the I'm end. I'm not doing that to you, though. You, all you have to do is say the name Brian while drinking a Corona. And <laughs> <tears are> <laughs> that might also do it, yeah. Uh, so here's a, here's a good question. Who's president? Who's like... <laughs> Like, who do y'all, president who, who right do y'all now? think president? Like, right now, it's Trump. Donald right? Trump's president right now. Yeah, President Trump is president right now. Uh, you think he's going to swing it? I've got, I've, got, I've got money on him swinging it. I think he's going to do it. No, he's... I'd like he's to let the one, voters he's decide one that, for 25. I'd like to let the <laughs> voters one, decide that. He's, all, he's one for 25 in all of his lawsuits. What is the um, one, though? What is the one? I didn't know the one that he won. The one, the one, that, he, the one that he could count as a victory is... Um, it, it's Eddie the sexual harassment suit that he fought. <laughs> the one uh, loss, the one lawsuit of the Trump campaign can claim as a victory at this point is um, they got the Supreme Court to rule in their favor 
for any ballot that came into a counting center after 8 p.m. on election day that was a mail-in in Pennsylvania will have to be segregated until the courts can determine uh, what was the appropriate cutoff time. Ground, so, can I ask real quick, is there a legal reason that everyone keeps saying segregated and not just saying separated? That's no, there's the... really no, there's really no reason. Legal because reason like every saying. anchor loves saying the word, we're gonna segregate. And I'm just like, mm, that's still, still not <laughs> so, cool, guys. Are like, those votes separate but equal? Can you just say separate? Like we are going to move these votes somewhere else. They're actually uh, three fifths of a vote, Jaime. Uh, how, how about hey, Andre? How about lockbox? Put them in a lockbox. That's also fine. I didn't get your joke there, Josh. Yeah, no, that, that would have been Safe deposit. Like, yo, that's fucking hard for a bank. What are you talking about? Ignoramus. Ignoramus. What's the the plural of ignoramus? Yep, you got it. Pontificator, Josh. That's what you... It's actually on the other right. It's ignoramus. Oh, gosh. Don't be throwing out Latin like that, bro. Joseph, did we have something we were going to talk about today? I really just wanted to talk about if we're gonna come back as a no uh, a society that accepts the the government as a whole being an institution that has uh, any faith in it is, is that done like forever is this the the first domino to fall that crumbles our our faith in in government institutions uh for the I don't think populace. this is the first domino no, I, at it, all. It, it shouldn't be. First of all, right now, you got two private manufacturers coming out with COVID vaccines. One of them is 90% effective. And I think the Moderna one that Dolly Parton funded is like 95% effective. And those were in part to, those were made ready, you know, almost by the end of the year because of government, because of government supplying all of these things and making sure that they would happen. Wait, wait, so, Josh, Josh, no, I think, counter, oh, no, wait, you, you got to be specific. You got to be great. specific. It, it was all made available because of Trump's government. You got to give credit where credit's due, Josh. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, you're not wrong. But I think this is a great time for us to say, hey, maybe, maybe we can kill all this government, like big government is bad bullshit because Pfizer and Moderna were not going to fucking come up with this shit and, the, and as quickly as they did, if it was just a private market, there's no way they would have. They would have taken their fucking sweet time. Case. Like if you're private, the, if you're trying to make the most money, wouldn't like making a vaccine and setting the price for it make you the most money? Wouldn't you wait longer so more people have it? And then there's like the demand of it kind of goes up even more. Not, Josh, no, not, for, va- not for vaccines. Josh, vaccines don't work that way. Like you have to yeah. buy it before you get it. Yeah, I'm aware of that, dude. It, I, just, yeah. I just feel like the... the um, so the more people that can track COVID, the less money you make. would be higher that doesn't the more people fit have. with his talking points, Adrian. Okay. Yeah, Joe, getting back, to, getting back to your other question really quick and tying back into this one. There, uh, let's get back to the achievement of how many Donald people J. know Trump. Oh. who <laughs> the president is now. I remember a time... Wait, probably like the early two. I remember, hold on. I remember a time probably in like the early 2000s. Do you not know who the president is right now? Where I would be like at the gas station or whatever, obviously younger at the time, right? The gas station, whatever. People did not know who the president was. They didn't care to know. 
they didn't know if you seriously quit quiz them on like you know like the, all the stuff that uh jay leno would do uh, uh jimmy kimmel would do when they go down the street and talk to you be like do you know who the president is like yeah there's that kind of stuff but i mean just like in social situations like people in the, early, the late 90s early 2000s didn't know who the president was it was so absent from their life now i, I think you're 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 really hard pressed to find somebody like that so is that an achievement i don't know what do you what do you think honda Sign out, bro, right now, and uh, we, the rest of us can carry this on. It's cool. I, I just, I, I don't know what your question is, Jaime. I know who the president is. Yeah, you did a lot of rambling there. Yeah. So, I, like, Hold can on. you make I, it more direct? I said uh, my question was, if you were listening, is I is that an achievement? Wasn't at all. Well, I can tell that, but I actually don't know what Hanos doing. An achievement is that, is that an who? achievement or like not? he's actually he's watching me play destiny on twitch right now is what he's doing is okay is are, are you saying is it an achievement for the american populace or is it an achievement of donald j trump to make sure everyone knows who the fuck he is yeah i, or, I guess or we or we yes. can talk about the media as well i mean that's a, that's a good question well i want to talk about what your i want to talk about your question what was, what the, was question? the question <laughs> his is question it an was, achievement is it an achievement of the people of the influence of the media so is that that much more people actually know who the president is and might be inclined to get involved that's a lot of implied context my, my dear. yeah there's like there, three questions are, in that well, question. right, i'm elaborating all right there's all right. layers to this that like, i'm not liking like is that is that an achievement now as opposed to just uh, people walking around and i don't know who the president is i don't care i would say i think it's definitely no because uh, good leadership is invisible right well it's like that future it's like that futurama episode where bender becomes god i think too it's also relative jaime because you're talking about something what we're all what in our early 30s right you're talking about something like 15 years ago when i was in uh, high school i'm not or, <laughs> you're you're 30 aren't you <laughs> i'm not i'm not even 30 bro oh man time is flying no, but I mean, like when I was ten years old, I didn't know who the president was, and I, you're right, I didn't give a shit. But I mean, well, like, you were just a you were just a stupid fucking yeah. ten year old though. <laughs> Dude, I was too busy trying to play video games growing up. <laughs> so I mean, like if you want to use that relative context, then yes, like more people are going to know because we're all adults now. But well, I wasn't no Hondo. I wasn't talking about myself as a ten year old didn't know who the president was. I'm talking about being other around other adults at the time. Did not know who the president. Was. Uh, I wasn't wait, having conversations wait, so with adults about the president when I was a kid. We're running around asking adults <laughs> yeah, exactly. who the president was. Yo, who's the president? Who's the president? Who's the president? What is the president? I'm ten years old. What's the president? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why? Who are y'all talking? Yeah. Who y'all talking about? Who are y'all talking to? Who'd y'all grow up the, around? The Power Rangers. Dragon Ball Z. Like, I mean, Smash yeah, Bros. That was going on. And I mean, so were, like, I, adults I watched, in the room. I watched Independence Day before I was 10, so I knew who the fuck a president was. It was Bill Pullman. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. he was your president. He's Rest the guy who gives speeches when the aliens come. Oh, I've we got a legit go question. quietly into that good night. Is it offensive to say rest in power about someone who's not a person of color? <laughs> Is it offensive to whom? I guess nah, Chadwick, nah, you know, you know Chadwick why, you know why I know it's not? Joe, Joe just say colored no. person. It's cool. It's cool. Just say colored person. Because of RBG, Josh? No, because no, because uh, Fife Dog said that about Drazen Petrovic. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, Drazen Petrovic, rest in power." 
and a fife dog said rest in power you all know who josh is talking about no, either person no clue. Sure. yeah <laughs> y'all, he's like this Hold on. He, wait, he's right. like this obscure basketball hero from eastern ukraine or something like that that he's like, from that one-on-one yeah, he's i really hope that's accurate i really and, hope that's yeah, what yeah he's from croatia oh sorry croatia yeah and, and, and he was like the second coming and then he uh, poor guy died suddenly yeah he died in a car accident yeah um, i think he played for the then, nets right correct yeah and then yeah. five dog of course Everybody knows who Five Dog is. I shouldn't have to no, say that. Very I, weird, I, I, very weird overlap of knowledge there. That's a. I want to see that Venn diagram of uh, <laughs> the overlap between Jaime and, and Josh's <laughs> knowledge of obscure basketball references. Croatian basketball players. Uh, did y'all hear Clay Thompson broke his uh or no tore his other ACL? Yeah, Do they know it's a tear. His Achilles. His Achilles. They know for sure it's a tear. Holy shit! It's like it's in his, his other Achilles, leg, right? Yeah. Yeah, his right Achilles. He just had surgery on his left ACL. Now he tore his right Achilles. That when do we get um, like cool prosthetics? When do we get the first player on blades? Duncan. I think our bodies are still rejecting like non like cybernetics, non, like foreign things. Yeah, I think our bodies are still rejecting. Maybe the like, like if you put a like you put a plate in your shoulder the way to make sure that Josh, happens. Josh, like, hold on, bro. Like if you put a plate in your shoulder, like you still might get a rowdy infection and not be able to handle it. And they're like, okay, take out that plate stat. What about like, a that's, organic? That's, that's a lie. What if we, what if we grow? <laughs> what if we grow the uh, grow the plate? Uh, uh, maybe out of like dead babies or something. That's fine, right? Oh, Hondo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's let our resident uh, biologists and epidemiologists uh, go ahead and, and speak on the issue about, about plates in people's bodies. Hondo, go ahead. You're on. I would, hey, I wait, would trust on. Hondo over anyone because his <clears throat> wife is a, is a, a medical practitioner. <laughs> yeah, and it, Yo, why can't, why can't we have Jessica on an episode to ask uh, all of our medical questions? Because she would rage quit after Jessica five Gamboa? minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dr. Jessica Gamboa. Yeah. See if she could answer all of our questions. <laughs> Who is shooting? I'm just right curious now? as to what epidemiology has to do with shoulder implants. If someone could uh, could assess that correlation to me, that would maybe help out a little you bit. Know, the answer is absolutely but, Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I've been asking... Step it up today. Wait, hold on. I just... Okay, you're going to go back to my point about the, these fucking... About these vaccines, vaccines and the role of government, okay? The federal government told all these manufacturers... That as soon as you come up with this shit, we're gonna buy a lot of it. Not it's not too often that a manufacturer already knows that they have a for sure buyer for something that they're developing. So that's what fast okay. track this, and that's I why say, gov- I would big say, government is good. First big off, government is good. Fuck libertarians. First off, I would say you're a fucking big old dummy. <laughs> Secondly, still really fucking dumb. Third, it's a like, it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic and it's a vaccine. Like, why would there not be a massive market for it? Yeah, there hasn't been precedence for a market for a vaccine that's made this fast because this has never happened before. You, you, you I, big dummy. Because I, they, I have, like, they know they have for sh- a for sure buyer. They know for sure like these units are going to be bought by the by the U.S. government. They don't have to worry about like you know brokering with insurance companies to cover the costs and distributing it and shit like that. The U.S. government said as soon as you come up with this shit. We're gonna get. We're gonna buy it from you, or we're gonna distribute it, and okay. that's it. Are so you gonna, that's are you, no, I've been asking point, this question. There's a point to be made there because, like, they bought it at a set price. So, like, it's not like these guys are developing it, thinking like, "Oh, how much money are we gonna make at the end?" They're like, "Okay, we know we're making bank because government signed a blank check." So, th- there's an incentive there. I get it. I get it. 
big government's not bad for problems that are as big as the world. Well, but for what everything about else, the yeah, faith, it's terrible. What about faith in the big government? Like, y'all gonna get the vaccine? Nope. <laughs> Hell nah. I don't know. It hasn't come out yet. I find it interesting that a vaccine that has a 10% chance of adverse side effects is more desirable than a disease that's impacting, well, at least in San Antonio, it's like a third of a percent of the population. Like math-wise, it just doesn't make sense to get it. Well, no, isn't, I mean, isn't that the same thing with like ibuprofen, though? No, but if you're at, in the at-risk population, it's true, yeah, true that, like true that, 70, yeah. Get the, get the shot. If you're Josh, yeah, or if you're around, get the shot. or if you're like, a, if you're healthy, or if you're around people on a regular basis that are in the at-risk population. Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm looking at it completely from my viewpoint. That that makes sense. I like I like culture, Josh, and not government, Josh. Can, can somebody can, can somebody go out and find? Uh, that's a good question, Andre. I'll think about that. Yeah, because because we we know like under the Soviet Union, Russia lost all of their culture. <laughs> all of their music, all of their dances, all of their art just went to shit. Right? <laughs> because of why? Big, big. I was being sarcastic, dumbass. Oh, I'm oh, saying that did not happen. Oh, to be fair, okay. I can't name one okay. Russian singer. <laughs> Can you? Uh, Andre Karolinko's wife, Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> was he a singer, though? <laughs> I think y'all were both wrong. <laughs> and is he Russian? <laughs> I don't think Yanni's Russian. Sure, sure. Okay, but because uh, the question kind of lends itself to 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 that line of thinking, like the faith in government as a uh, a source of uh, as a resource, I think, is at an all time low. Because I mean, it's the same story. Just, it's the same story over and over again, right? Like you had people that were talking about like not my president with Obama. When Trump got elected, you had the Women's March. Now Biden got elected, but, you had the MAGA March. Okay, wh- it's, it's the same story. To... It's the same thing but over and over again. Okay, first of all, that's the fucking uh, reason that we're having this podcast. And and secondly, is it a a cycle that's growing in amplitude? Like, is it getting crazier each time it comes around? Now. Is there is there like a resonant frequency where it just kind of like levels out and we're just living in this um, no, state? I don't it? I don't think it's really to Adrian's point, dude. I don't think it's really changed because even when you look at the populist vote, it's been like it's it hasn't been outside of fifty five forty five and how long? Like it's literally split down the middle. It's just a matter of what side you choose to be on. Yeah, but there's more people participating in it. There's more people that are like that. Just reinforces yeah. The that's just, the percentages yeah. are the same. Yeah, the percentages are the same even when you add more people. So that just reinforces the concept that like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, I think when you have like a, a bigger – like when you know for sure the split is among more people, I think it's it's just more – How many more? It's getting I, – Joe, I don't, know if that, I don't know if that's the case. I'll, I'll get back to what I was saying that more people are becoming aware of certain things. So imagine, imagine if like – you know, a young person is listening to Josh talk about politics and listening to myself talk about politics. And then they were like, what the hell are both y'all on right now? I'm going to go yeah, find out for myself. 100% the reaction. I'm going to go find <laughs> out for myself. Let me take a look into what really goes on and what really happens. And then they get to know a little bit more about it. And then they might find out, well, it's not the system as, as, as the phrase gets thrown out. It's actually the people who are in charge that are running it, that are running it into the
background. I would say so, that. So maybe how can I get involved? The first or, or the, do something. The first part of your scenario tracks to me. That makes sense. But now we're so hindered by our friend group. Like if someone were to actually come up with the question what's going on here and what what are what are you both talking about that i want to learn more about the way that they learn more about it is much different than the way you would have learned more about it if you were that age back then because am i the only am i the only person who watched the social dilemma no i watched it uh we had we had a fucking episode about it didn't we was he here yeah i watched it and i was just surprised that like people didn't realize this was going on Oh yeah, I mean that's that's something I thought was interesting too. Like the one this is what the algorithm does. The one thing I the one thing I learned from it that I thought was very jarring was that not like all the people they interviewed was like, yeah, we don't really know how to stop it. Josh, Josh, what is there to be stopped? Answer that question. The the algorithm. The algorithm. Yeah, people's over people's reliance what? on an algorithm that dictates their necessity of existence on attention. Like and approval yeah it's equivalent to like the it's equivalent to the internet right like 25 years ago the internet didn't exist but now it's become so ingrained in our society there's not a concept that can can exist without it right so i think that social dilemma kind of portrays that same thing where the need for that dependence on the algorithm like it's so ingrained in our society how do you truly change it without completely turning society up over its head Right. Is that, well, yeah, I mean, the, like, the same thing. The same generation of people growing up that don't remember life without social media. Exactly. Yeah. I, well, see what, I see what you're saying. More yeah, but it, it all comes back to it's the same freaking story over and over again. Like people were freaked out when the radio was invented because that was like a new way of distributing ideas. The communists are going to yeah. get their ideas out. Yeah. Uh, and then, industrial and then revolution. People, and then people started freaking out about like TV. And then like people didn't have like these like. Um, what I you could call antibodies to like the the memes that commercials were, so they were just buying stuff that they didn't need. But now, like how how many of you guys like are even affected by like banner ads or commercials anymore? Like it's it's almost like a form of entertainment that's just kind of playing in the background. Everyone knows like the liberty, liberty, liberty like thing, but does doesn't change what is that? what what's that <laughs> the the commercial. The, you, you know what I you know what I like. Four 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 four. There you go. There's only um, one number, and it's four. four. It just doesn't change uh, behavior. It's just like noise in the background now because we've built like those antibodies. This whole like social media, quote unquote, dilemma that we're in is just like it's the new technology. We don't have those antibodies built up yet, but as soon as you know the next generation comes on, they're they're gonna know how to ignore it. See that the thing is like the research that I've seen from it. It's it's like the, the the generation that is being brought up on social media does not know how to ignore it. Maybe they'll learn one day. I don't know. But well, and I think I want to see that. Like Josh, did you, I want to. Josh, did you research. know how to ignore like the Hot Wheels commercials on TV on Nickelodeon when you were ten? Yeah, hell no. You were bugging no. the hell to your parents yeah. and be like, "Yo, can we go get that like this Saturday?" It's the same thing. Yeah, and then my dad was like, you know how much I pay your tuition, damn it? I can't afford that shit. Oh, we heard plenty of that. <laughs> Do you all remember subliminal advertising? Yeah, and they, it was outlawed. No, 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 subliminal with Sprite commercials. Sprite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would just yell, like, get Sprite, buy Sprite, yeah. like, in the middle of, like, just weird shit. Yeah. Man. That, I yeah, still... remember the Miller High Life uh, one-second commercial for the High Super Bowl? Life. 
<laughs> Adrian, if the twentieth century, if the twentieth century was a century of the self, what's the twenty-first century? Mm. <laughs> get, get back to me, Solid I'm noticing a theme yeah. on these questions. No, yeah. uh, I was. How was asking like these really deep questions right now? Like Han, Hondo stumped, Adrian stumped. I mean, <laughs> I was. I was ready to go tonight, guys. You all yeah. let me know when you wake up, especially yeah. you over there, Hondo. Thanks. No one's locked and loaded with these. Why do you get picking on Hondo? I'm literally playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> No. Andre is also simulcasting like a Twitch stream, like right yeah. now, like straight up. God, I wish if I could make money as a streamer. Yeah, just show you, just show your feet, bro. You got good feet. <laughs> you got good feet. You set up a website for that. Now, I I will say the one thing to Adrian's because I I think he brings up a really good point of us being able to always adapt. The one I would say the one variable that changes, which in a way the variable itself is the constant, and that there's always something changing. I think it's the the rate of change itself is because like technology is exponentiating, our understanding of it's exponentiating, and I would even say that our dependence on it's exponentiating. So I'm wondering if that curve can get so steep that we can't catch up to it to flatten it out. I don't know if that's the case. That's the and, name and, of the game, right? That's the name of the game. Yeah, that, I would that's, say, what, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I would say that there's But do no... we need to? Okay, this is what I would say is there's two groups of people. One substantially smaller and the smaller group is the one because uh, human evolution is really uh not not blinded by any certain guardrails i i, I think there's a, a small subsect of people that can move as fast as the algorithms that are trying to fool them and will uh, eventually get to a point where they're kind of uh, seeing things in a different perspective as everyone else and I don't think that uh, ends up in a bad situation for like the everyone else. I think it ends up in just like a really depressing existence for the people that are trying to get everyone from being sheep. <laughs> so the the sheep are, are the ones that are saved. Ignorance is bliss situation. Yeah. <laughs> the one that Josh is counting sheep over there right now. Uh, it it's essentially like. Um, in 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 the movie in the movie Equilibrium, wouldn't it be better if like Christian Bale didn't overthrow the system and everyone was just content Wait, all the time? Uh, Christian Bale was in Equilibrium. He's the main, main character. character. Whoa, whoa! You've I clearly go never seen that. Movie. that. Uh, I gotta go rewatch that. No, Joseph, I was gonna say, can this be the equivalent of like if not in Naruto, if he didn't stop Madara from doing his infinite Tsukiyomi, where he had everyone enchanted under that spell? Anime reference, uh, please tell me you know that one. Vaguely. Ah, but I, I would say, okay, this is what I would say. Um, another nerd reference is the worst case scenario is gonna be the One Million Merits episode of Black Mirror. But. Also, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, like that, if that's your worst case scenario, it's just like really uncomfortable to know that that, that could happen. But yeah. not like well, worst terrible. case isn't that essentially like, like worst case scenario score? is the Matrix, right? Worst case scenario is we become so ingrained into this. Nah, that's best case scenario, bro. Best case. Oh, we're in the Matrix. Right no, no, no. Now. Best case scenario about? is best case scenario is Matrix when you're sentient of it. Worst case scenario is Matrix when you're not aware. Like we could be in it right now and we don't even know. No, no, no. Best best no, case no, scenario no. is being cipher. Always, always be. Yeah, cipher. that's me. You know, you're go back in you for the state. You know, you're in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did he know that he was in it after they switched him like back online? Or he oh, died. Oh no! So wait, you're right. Him. He wanted to forget everything, right? He wanted to have no idea that he was uh, in the Matrix. See, it's like you can't go back once you know. You can't. <clears throat> like, has, yeah, wait, why did I take that red pill? Oh no, that was was that APOC that said that. Wait, uh, has anyone has anyone read the fan theory where it's like the the real Matrix is just you being like in infinite layers where you're Jesus? Um, what that sounds no. stupid. Oh, why am I? Where, where it's like how Neo, no matter how far he got out of the Matrix, like Josh, still don't you talk about savior like and that. having superpowers? Like that is the Matrix. Until he actually lived a life where he was Jesus, like he was a <laughs> the the son of a carpenter. He is Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and he had to live in, like uh, through the, the 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 crucifixion of Jesus. And first century Palestine. <laughs> um, what role do you, does religion do you think play in this pandemic so far? Uh, do you hear what Pastor Hagee had to say? Uh, like, still did alive? he cough? Did he cough? Was a he lot? trying to blow the coronavirus away? He <laughs> apparently, apparently, he uh, he's no longer COVID positive, and he said we don't need a vaccine. We have Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will heal us all. And I was like, you could be okay, a preacher, bro. You could be a preacher. That that explains. Yeah, that uh, was a pretty good preacher voice there. Oh, Josh was, is totally denying his role in the fact that he he could be that for his community. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Why can't you be a COVID denier to your community? <laughs> uh, what do y'all think this spike is going to do? To Actually, let's keep it localized. What do you think is going to happen in Texas? I don't, to be honest, I don't, know, I don't think it's going to get Nothing. that much worse because we hit, well, we're, the nation as a whole is hitting the spike, but Texas, if I'm not mistaken, outside of El Paso, has been relatively stable, hasn't it? And Lubbock, and Lubbock. But the thing uh, is, I got is the that... Harris County text message that was like, "You're gonna die because of coronavirus." I asked about so, that. You say you didn't get it. You got it after you. No, they didn't say don't travel. It was just like a general Corona message. Oh. Yeah, the problem right now is El Paso is like having to send people away, and I know for sure Houston is already the Houston uh, Medical Center has said. Where, we don't live like uh, within a hundred miles from here. We're, you know, we're not gonna take you. Like, Josh, where, where are they sending them? San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. No, shipped everybody real. to El Paso. To, it's a really Lackland? weird solution. Isn't that how we got COVID in the first place? No, San, San Antonio um, is like either Lackland or like University Hospital. A few, a few places. Is Texas going to establish a colony of COVID lepers? <laughs> Can we expect like, that from the Texas legislature? Lubbock officially ran. Lubbock has officially ran out of hospital beds. And the problem with Lubbock's uh, hospital district is that it services a huge part of the state, like. Most of these hospitals in West Texas, like, can't, you know, aren't very big. So Lubbock services is a huge part. And I think Midland and Odessa, both of those, both of those towns only have, like, one or two hospitals each. So they're, like, kind of on the brink, too. I think okay. Sarah was talking uh, to. Uh, but wait, wait, I, I, want, I do want to ask the question to, to Andre and Josh. Like, what do you have to say for yourselves for being the only, like, Metroplex that has denied um, any COVID <laughs> patients from anywhere else in Texas? Because Dallas... Um, What's it like to be the Joel Osteen of COVID people? The, yeah, the doors are open. <laughs> right, that's just you just uh, par for the court there, right? I, I've got, I've got a, I've got a legit question, not a stupid one. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, at, at what point? Um, and this is just kind of general question about states' rights and and the the independent streak of America, America as a whole. Um, at what point does not having a federally coordinated 
not even COVID response. At, at what point does not having a federally coordinated healthcare system, like hospitals that are easily um, interchangeable in terms of access to resources, uh, really affects like people in El Paso are definitely closer to bigger cities than San Antonio or um, Dallas. Are they? Outside of the state of Texas. No, oh, no those they're not. cities don't matter. Yeah. No, are they, they really no. not? Yeah, New Mexico. No, there, no, there are so... legitimately like five state capitals within a 500 mile radius of El Paso before you get to Austin. Yeah, but you're still you still have more of uh, of you still have a better choice of hospital bed availability in San Antonio than you do in Albuquerque. Yeah, I think the same. problem is like those states don't want you, right? Like they're gonna tell you no. Well, but that's the thing. I'm saying like if it's federally if it's federally coordinated, wouldn't it make sense to just send people everywhere as opposed to? I don't know. Is is the whole military aspect of San Antonio actually the biggest driver to this? No, nah, because there should no, be people just, to we, we, are, we are literally the the biggest sit, like the biggest big city to El Paso. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think okay, um, okay, all right. Let's take it out of outside of the state of Texas. Then, like with states like uh, what is it? Is it Nebraska or Iowa? One of the states. All is I, like all I know is Texas. A hundred percent, a hundred percent full it's in terms 100% of one hundred percent population positive. <laughs> yeah, all of them, all of them. Uh, I, so in cases like that are they really not able to just send patients i think yeah across state lines i think it has to do with state state insurance and state uh like state hospital policy if i'm not mistaken uh okay okay i guess the better the better question is if if donald trump weren't the president let's 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 frame it this way if donald trump was wasn't the president would it make sense to have a kind of um uh what's that guy uh kinkinatus the one that like they had lead the 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 dictator yeah the first like the real the real dictators where they like temporary temporary all-powerful guy yeah with the president by executive order just completely rolling back all regulations on stuff like that makes sense at a time like this like yeah because because the way that this happened was a, a outstanding exercise in federalism because it was left up to the states how they were going to do this so i guess joe what you're talking about is like this the federal government would then like claim i don't know jurisdiction of wrong word i don't maybe, even think i don't even think it's socio like health issues I, okay i would i wouldn't even say it's not claiming uh jurisdiction it's more just being the the party that rolls back the restrictions that restrict states from dealing with other states that way. Because it does make sense. Like, all states are hit by the virus differently. So it does make sense to have states' um, ability to kind of deal with it their own way. I, I get that point, and that makes sense to me. Some states are fucking stupid and, and are doing very terrible jobs of that. But it does make sense to have some kind of latitude with the, the state governments. Uh, and restrictions based on that but federally yeah i mean it's it's really strange like how it's just how much it differs from place to place because like at first you know uh like bringing texas as an example too uh the governor's office said you know here are our here's the statewide plan but we're going to defer a lot of this to the county judges right and the county and in texas for some reason the term county judge means the actual executive of that county, the per- the person who's in charge of the executive branch of that county. So 
the county judges at different counties have had different restrictions. And of course, uh, the governor's re- the governor's rationale behind this was that not every county is affected the same way. But El Paso's county judge recently wanted to do uh, a lockdown of public places similar to what we saw earlier in the year. Again, because uh, of the of them reaching hospital capacity and they're bringing in like mobile mobile air conditioning units as um, as like temporary morgues and shit. So he's like, this is getting out of hand. We need to close down. And then Abbott basically took that power away from the county judges. Okay. Okay. I've got, I've got a, but, but that's, but that's an example of the president could probably do the same thing, but in the reverse, just basically like, nope, like we're going to just go ahead and say this, like, we're going to go ahead and just say, you can't, we can't do this. Well, okay. Uh, to, to that point though, the, is is the situation that's been created with the specifically money side of things. If there were stimulus package that included benefits for all the citizens right now, would the lockdowns be seen as, um, I guess, the fucking death warrant for all of those elected officials? Like, at this point, is it safe to say that any official any any public servant uh, elected public servant that is for lockdowns with enough population that is against lockdowns because of the fact that they their livelihood is at stake is not going to be well received in terms of a a, a re-election campaign yeah i i think i think that's completely like, accurate uh fucking heil whitmer is is gretchen is big gretch is, is she does she have any chance at retaining the governorship uh, in a in a re-election campaign, no, and probably w- not. And, no. and and then would she if there were, um, just money going to all these citizens? Well, well, it, it goes there, back. There's, to, there's goes still back to, a huge. Go ahead, Adrian. I was to say we go back to like the way that that Abbott's been treating it, right? Like, I feel like when he puts the the power back into the county judge. Yeah, it makes the most sense, right? No one's no one's pissed off at Abbott because the rural counties that want, you know, more freedom are, are getting it, and the the counties that have like the big metropolitan areas are getting the lockdown. And quite honestly, like that's probably the best way for both, right? Like the these super. But rural the problem ones. is when he overrules them and says you can't do that. I think yeah, the the overruling but that's in what terms Josh of the, wants, Andre. The, that's what the Josh monetary wants. fines. The monetary <laughs> fines are interesting. And and I don't know how you would do it, but like it'd be funnier if the monetary fines were uh, uh, percentage based on like income. <laughs> for, I mean, the, for... the UK, the UK no, is, that's has discrimination. <laughs> because I mean, you want to talk about federalism kind of being tricky. Whatever the UK has is even trickier because kind like Scotland true. and Wales and Northern Ireland consider themselves countries. Yeah. Well, okay, so, but but even in, to that even to that point, like the the Josh, whole. Josh, you say Ireland is not a country. Northern Ireland. The whole idea of stimulus is a part of the UK, not the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> the whole idea of stimulus is taken in such a different stride in the uh, European Union because all the countries are pulling a stimulus package together for all of the countries. It's not like each country is doing its own thing. Each country yeah, is doing its own thing, but they're all gonna uh basically legislate a massive stimulus bill that the eu as a whole is gonna take on the debt of which is fucking nuts but honestly probably pretty logical 
I think the, the, the main the main problem here is that there is still a large, um, in like rugged individualistic culture throughout the United States, and people will have a genuine problem with being paid by the government to just stay home and not go to work. I, I would like to declare that I will not have problem that problem. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I do, I, I do want to I'll take I, that. I'll take that. I, I'll take that. Okay, I, I want to chip away at, like, I think the initial premise of the the conversation, which is that... Chip away. That this is, like, we did a bad job, or, or like, currently doing a bad job of, you know, keeping COVID, like, wrangled? Is that the, the premise? No, I think it's just, like, uh, the differences in the stigmatization of government overstep. Well, well I'm, I, I do think, like, so... Based on like where we are today, <clears throat> and what like they were saying here, I don't know, March, April, where it's like best case scenario, we have two hundred people dead in the United States by end of the year, and worst case scenario, we have two million or more dead in the United States by end of the year, with like all the missteps and all the craziness and like the terrible leadership or vacuum or lack of any sort of leadership at like the federal executive level. We're still like right around the best case scenario. We're way more than two hundred deaths. I, okay, I think we're what you like mean to say is we're a lot closer two, to the okay. best case scenario. We're a lot closer to, to the best case scenario than two million people having died of this thing. We're at a quarter of a million now. So okay, I think we're a lot yeah, closer to the best case scenario. So exponentially, far. I'd say we're right in the middle. So, but they said by end of the year, and they said two hundred thousand would be best case scenario. Oh, you said oh, no, two, wait, you wait, said two hundred before. Wait, wait, where is this coming from? This was like one of the like first like Fauci like CDC press conferences and like all of those folks like going around basically but, saying but like did, you gotta mask up, all, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. But didn't or, didn't all the remember, scientists I don't remember them using that figure? But it didn't all the, the scientists also movie. say this is an extremely uh, uh, aggressively moving target, and we're basing all of the information that we're giving you on the data that we have right now. So every day that we have more data, the figures are going to change significantly. Which is exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. But like you so you're at, acting like it's this big gotcha when you actually you're just a fucking dummy. No, no, because no, no, your hair. What happened? It's not a it's not a big gotcha. It's just like that was the the story that we were told then, and now when we get more data, it's like, well, this thing is actually like three three times more deadly than the flu for people in, in yeah. Like but the you don't just check in. You don't. Range. You don't and just check else, in. It's not even as deadly as the flu. But also, you don't check in like once every six months on a pandemic. Like the, you have to take the information like daily as it's given. And, and 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 trying to reconcile data points from such a far distance apart doesn't make doesn't make any Lord. sense. <laughs> I guess. Let's get back to Jaime accusing Hondo of things. Uh. Hi, man. What do you think? I just wanted to listen to Adrian uh, speak a little bit more. Um, I, I still go into work every day. I think all of you are working remotely. I am permanently. Remote. Yeah, I've been working yeah. from home since before this started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you need a new job, Hi, man. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, I like the feel of uh, or of going into 
a place where it is known that I'm going to be working on this and get in that kind of mindset, something that I can show up to. And, and Wait, so you, you want to go to the office is what you're saying? Nerd. I, I like that feeling of, of because departure happens in the moment That's, where that, I leave from my house to another place and something happens in that departure, which is transformation. What would you say uh, to for someone? For me to get in a different mindset. What would you say to someone that calls that an inadequacy on your part would not, without being able to just willfully switch between those two modes? I, I don't even know what that <laughs> means. I don't know what I, I, I said, so I'm extra lost. So I, That's been your you story like all night, man. Just, I, again, sit it out or step it up. Um, or speak English. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I would have to... Or step up to the street. <laughs> see what that's like. It just depends on the nature of the work. Okay. I do want to po uh, pose this question to you, Jaime. What would you do with a universal basic income? What if you got paid to do nothing? See, I feel like you're the true creator in the group. Like, you would make something. It, it, yeah, it would be that, all those things. You're welcome. Andre yeah. knows me. What, uh, what, would, what, would, what would each of y'all do in turn? Joshua, you, you, would still, you would still practice law, you fucking nerd. Um, no, I'd, I'd, I'd make a mixtape. Like with you? But, actually but that's not it, right? Like you're going to do or something you would, else too. You would produce a mixtape or... Just, nah, he just, would just uh, like put a bunch of songs on a fucking <laughs> CD, rewrite a uh, rewrite CD. <laughs> you get what Sharpie writes too high. He's like, I haven't <laughs> done it in uh, 14 years, guys, and uh, I've been wanting to do it for a while, but I got to work, so I can't. <laughs> Uh, to, yeah, to get back to your question, Joe, I guess if I if I wasn't doing this full time, I would yeah, I would I would just write. Probably I would I would I would just write. So uh did you vote for Andrew Yang? <laughs> That's between me and the ballot box. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, I don't think he was even on Yeah, he wasn't on the ballot. Poor guy. He wasn't on the ballot by the time the Texas primary happened. Poor guy. I mean he was still on the ballot, but he had dropped out. Do you think that's Are we still be a, at uh in in the the last year of a Biden presidency is that what, the kind of questions that we're going to be looking at? I was going to say, are we just naturally gravitating toward as like as like a people as a civilization? Andrew Yang's like platform? Are I, we just kind of honestly? I kind of think there? so. Yeah. Did anybody listen? Okay, for, I, I don't know why this wasn't more heavily advertised or promoted, but Joe Biden actually had a podcast in the beginning of the pandemic. That's no, no, that's, and that's Joe Budden. Josh. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. Best joke of the so, in the episode with uh with Andrew Yang, he basically like let Yang kind of just give his spiel about automation and uh and things to combat it. And the entire time it looked it just sounded like Biden was like, Yeah, you're actually making a lot of great points. And it's just like it, it and he was just kind of like very receptive to it, and he never like made a counter argument to any of Andrew Yang's points. And so maybe Jaime has made a very astute observation that uh, Andrew Yang's philosophy might be the way of the future. I think the better uh, response to the fact that he didn't give a counter argument is that he's smart enough to know when to shut the fuck up because he's going to be running for president. <laughs> and like anything you say can and will be used against you uh, in the court of public opinion. Well, that's it's really easy to just like you don't want to go against free money to people. Yeah, well, like, you don't want to be the have. guy against the money for. <laughs> yeah, people. I don't know how you Andrew Yang. Oh, everything's free with the Democrats, bro. That's 
That's the entire Republican platform. Well, <laughs> Andre, what are you talking about? By Republican, yeah, yeah Democrat. the Democratic primary is what I. Oh, hold on, Joe. I want to hear. You don't want to be the person Joe, who says I'll... no. Let's not people money. Joe, I want to hear the answer uh, to, from everyone else first. All right, Josh would make a mixtape that would be very bad. Uh, Andre, I, I don't know what you would do. What would Bars. you do, Andre? I would probably keep doing what I'm doing. Like, I would just spend the extra money because I love stirring the economy. So you're just like a a team player kind of guy? Yeah, like I'd probably get my own Peloton. And uh, how much money are we talking a month? Like, tw- is it 1200 a month? Is that what uh, we're saying? How about not a monetary value, but the... Your entire paycheck is just backed by the government. That sounds silly also. Then um, why would I... That no, make- no. I, yeah. I would say, okay, okay. For everything that you make on top of um, what is given to you as as basic necessities. So let's say this. You're given uh, – it's just fucking equilibrium. You're given a, a, a modest living space that accommodates you and whoever are your your direct dependents. So wait, you're describing communism. Yeah, yeah. It starts it starts with <laughs> it starts with it starts with communism and then on top of it is like a icing of capitalism because everything that you get on top of that, everything that you earn on top of that can be spent however you want. So it's kind, like kind of what kind of what Zizek <laughs> wait, talked about. Wait, so so China. China is what you're asking. Yeah, China. China. <laughs> yeah, I I love China. I want to hear what Honda. So, so wait. I can get everything I have now, yeah. but I can also work no, to no, get no, more no. stuff. Whatever you have is the average of what everyone else has. Like, but then you, I can you, work to get more stuff. It's basically destiny. Like, you start with like your main your main character, and then you you can either earn upgrades. Uh, I don't yeah, know how destiny yeah. works, by the way. I can work a job to get more stuff. Is what I'm uh-huh. saying. Or you or can like yeah, open I would work a job boxes. then. <laughs> <laughs> You can also. I, ch- I choose you, more money. That's what I'm choosing. You can also choose to, um, I guess, uh, sell the the things that the government gives you <laughs> to, to to try and I don't know slim it up. No, I'm, I would probably just keep working. Hondo, how many guns would you have? <laughs> I was going to say, I'd try to come up with some amalgamation of a coffee bar, a CrossFit gym, a shooting range, and a barbecue restaurant. If I could find one way to put all four of those into one spot. So I will say that Venn diagram is a lot bigger in the middle than you yeah, would expect. Yeah, like it's like, a lot. Many people would use all of yeah. those. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that what they're go, doing go at, uh, at Where's My Guy's house? Busters. They have a gun ring? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean they, well, shoot, they have a lot of people. Come on, give, give me some shot. room here, Andre. <laughs> All right? Shoots. Yeah, they have shootings. <laughs> they do have shootings. <laughs> kind of like a gun range. <laughs> but the, the targets are all people. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I, I would do. I would try to find some... There's a there's a populace where I could use exploit all four of those things. Because I like doing... I would take my government money and give it to Hondo to invest in his restaurant, bar, shooting range, barbecue... No, what did I miss? Coffee bar. Yeah. Coffee, coffee bar, CrossFit yeah, not, gym. Not alcohol bar, because then he wouldn't be able to have a shooting range. <laughs> I would go in right at his coffee bar. You just... You do the Bandera Road thing, right? And you have the shooting range that's like next door. So they're <laughs> legally separated. Yeah, legally two separate There's addresses. A wall. And there's not a door. You have to leave the building and go into the next <laughs> building. It sounds like Hondo. It sounds like Hondo went to the Cove one time, and he's like, "Okay, 
this is like a let me try to open up something but things that i like <laughs> instead of I mean, yeah, that's how it. businesses start josh it's, like, yeah, it's have, like wait other people like what i like could i sell it to if them if i do it better than everyone else they'll come and pay me for it should we keep subsidizing big oil hold on i want no. to hear adrian's answer to the question no. Adrian, Adrian would be a stay-at-home dad. Of course he Adrian would. Adrian would try and exploit the system somehow. Oh, yeah. He's been talking about that for years, way. actually. And now he's actually dream. doing That's... it. Yo, hey, yo, props for real. But yeah, I would Adrian... just hang out with the kids. I wouldn't exploit anything until I got bored. So, like, immediately. Oh, and then you would really <laughs> ramp it up. I bet you would. You would ramp up that exploitation so bad. Shit. Honestly, you know what Adrian would do? Is he would make his kids famous on TikTok. That's gross. Don't do that. No one should be doing that. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of that. Ch- children should be seen or not or not seen and not heard. Children should be invisible until they're of I don't know of an age that they're interesting. As soon as they, as soon as they can dunk on Josh, then I'll start listening to him. So like, like verbally so or eight, with a basketball. <laughs> so everyone's got like six set, set the bar. Yeah, set the bar as soon as they can start speaking. Like, just let them know that's the case, and then you'll you'll talk to them. Does everyone answer? J- Joseph, did you answer? Oh yeah, Joseph. What would you do? I would leave the country. I but would then you it. wouldn't. You wouldn't get you any wouldn't of the benefits. Get the money. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> get the money. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want American money. I would want to go to one of the like socialized countries that are, is already like better off in the the the, the system than, than we would be. Wait, there's there's literally no country that's better off than we are. But China. what if we? I would go to China, Adrian. What if we no, do it no, better? It's, there's so many people that have it worse off than like the average person here over there. I would I would go to China and become a Hong Kong policeman. Wait, so Adrian brings up What's a good stopping point. Like, you? Hold on, hold on. As, as, hold on. Even though, uh, like, we still have some shitty shit going on, like, we're still pretty good, right? Yes, we are. Well, Joseph, what's stopping you from doing that now? Wait, uh, before we answer Ima's question, let's explore what I just said a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are still pretty good. I feel like Trump made us forget that. <laughs> I was kidding, but go ahead. Now, I feel like we're all, Joseph, all what, depressed what about stop, ourselves. I, what, what are you talking about? Joseph, what, what's stopping you from doing that now? A pandemic. I can't travel outside of America because Donald Trump. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, yeah. Got him. So I will say the one thing that really comes to mind, and, and when I talk to people who have actually immigrated here or who grew up in another country, is fucking libraries, dude. Like The fact that you can go into a building and walk out with knowledge – and you just have to bring it back eventually. Like, what fucking country are these people from? Whoa, Pakistan whoa. and Colombia. Anti-immigrant. Okay, I mean, Anti-immigrant. Yeah, fuck yourself, smartass. No, yeah, Josh is like, there are other countries, Josh. What was that, Josh? Josh, there are other countries who aren't as well off as we are. Way to show your your privilege, Josh. I'm trying to be like, hey, libraries are like a huge draw of the United States. It's like, oh, I mean, most of the did I say that? Did I say huge draw? Josh is a thing that other people don't have. Josh okay. is a lot more insular than we thought. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Here's, I mean, Josh is going to buy his own Peloton. That's how, how higher class he is. Here's a, here's a good segue. Let's talk about how casual racism is so fun when it's in the Star Wars universe. Anyone else feel like that's something that um, makes it easier to just be a person? 
when you give can... me an example. What is? What, I feel <laughs> like you have an example. Eagles, what are you talking about? When, about when Mando, when Mando just is is uh, uh, <laughs> fucking giving money to some Mon Calamari who is supposed to be culturally able to fix his fucking aircraft because they they're of uh, oh like a, the a first species. guy he sees yeah he's, he's just, just like. like <laughs> it's like Whoa. going it's like going to italy and then like giving uh the flight attendant that like helped you the entire way uh when you land in italy like a bunch of money and just being like okay bring me some spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> well dude the mont calamari are known for being great ship right? yeah replace that with any race yeah and then the same sentence replace calamari with shipbuilders with eight, Wait, eight Nor- like mexicans? mexicans and construction <laughs> asians and math black people and athletics like, like the only difference indian is people and spelling race. bees like, like this is a race of bees uh, i guess that's true yeah it's just Good funny point. i like it like it, it it it's one of those things that i think uh, makes the the show endearing uh, <laughs> because it harkens it harkens back to a a, a simpler time <laughs> when you can just <laughs> judge people <laughs> when you sort of so it's, it's the same thing in reverse right like everyone's like oh he's a Mandalorian and that that just ends all of the arguments but like they had to have lazy Mandalorians right like they had to have stupid Mandalorians and they had to have Mandalorians that were just fucking the biggest backstabbers right that didn't have any creed at all they well, well is it like the like is it like Sparta or like 300 where it's like if they don't meet like the standard of Mandalorian do the Mandalorians just kill them, them yeah. I don't know Andre you watched the Clone Wars and uh, Rebels what, what do they say about uh, lazy Mandalorians in that show uh, so my favorite, we're going to take a detour here. My favorite thing about that is that, like, when they get to Mandalore the, for the first time, I'm just, I'm fucking pumped, right? I'm like, oh, man, it's a planet full of Mandalorians. And, like, literally no one is wearing the fucking armor <laughs> on the whole planet. And they go through this whole, like, oh, we're a very, like, uh, classy and, like, peaceful planet now. And the Mandalorians that you know is are, like, Bounty the hunters. outcasts that live on a moon. And are and are essentially terrorists. <laughs> They're the jihadists, Mandalorians. Yeah, they are. Like they are the ones who have just like this is the Mandalorian way, and everyone else is like, no, we can use diplomacy and like inventions and are, shit. They're like a pacifist society, right? Yeah, yeah. They're a peaceful planet. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking and I'm funny. Just like this is kind of fucked up, but like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't remember the original question. No, well, you actually answered it. Okay, good. Yeah, that shit's good. I, I like that a lot. Adrian, talk a little bit more about Ludwig Orenson. <laughs> what about him? <laughs> Other than he's the, the best living talent <laughs> alive right now. What made you think that? Like, what uh, did you just realize after seeing his name subliminally, like in everything that's come out in the past, uh, like six or seven years? Okay, the only no. thing I know him from is Mandalorian. So, like, what else has he done? Okay, so so this is how I I, I ended up being like, yo, this guy is a genius. So. Uh, I was watching with my my son over and over and over and over again Trolls World Tour, and I was like, you know what, the soundtrack isn't that bad. And it's like this is pretty good. So then I like looked up who produced it, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Ludwig Gordonson, I know that name. Then I was like, wasn't he the guy that made This Is America with Childish Gambino? So then I looked it up. I was like, oh yeah, it is. Then I was like, oh wait, he scored The Mandalorian. Oh wait, he scored Black Panther. 
It's, it's just like it goes on and on and on and on. Like the, the, wait, he scored he also, Black he also, Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah he scored uh, Fruitvale Station yep. and uh, the Creeds as well. Yeah, yo, but hold up, Danny Elfman did the Avengers theme and Men in Black. But Danny Elfman also did that whack ass intro to the Olympics in London. So here, like, here's the thing: Does Ludwig have one of those? Like, what? is there some just piece of shit thing that he's composed? No, no. no. Yeah. He, he started on uh, the the first thing I noticed him on was Community. He did like the music for Community, and that's I guess where he met Donald Glover. Yeah. No, he actually met Donald Glover. Well, who's the director of Fruitville Station? Um, Coogler. Daniel. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Coogler. Coogler. Yeah. So him and Ryan Coogler hooked up when they were both at whatever UC LA college or UC whatever college that they were in. And then Ryan Coogler introduced him to Childish Gambino. Yo, Ryan Coogler also, just like us, a fellow Catholic school kid. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> cool. What's That's next? Nice. No, but yeah, Ludwig's the man, man. Like he's never made a bad thing in his life. He's never made a bad thing in his life so far. Is he on UBI? Uh, he probably was. Yeah. I would I also probably what, make music. What, too. Country, what country? I would write. Is, I would write and make music. What uh, what is the Gorenson surname from? Uh, Sweden. I think. Swedish. Got to be Swedish. All those fish. I'm gonna man. also yeah, vote Swedish. All those fish. Uh, yeah, he's Swedish. No, did any has anyone like actually dug into like some of the his creative process? No. Yeah, well, they covered it in one of the episodes of the behind the scenes. Does so, he like, eat a lot of Swedish fish? Nah, he's he's crazy, man. So, like, for like a Black Panther, he went uh, with a a band, like an African band, and toured all of Africa, just like watching their concerts and like picking up like some of like the motifs and like the instruments. That doesn't sound so that, even even though Wakanda is a fictional country. No, yeah, he's no, just like it was the method actor. Yeah. Of- of composers. I would say, okay. Absolutely. Like, he spent a year immersed in African culture just to come up with, like, the sounds that we heard in Black Panther. Okay, okay. I I would say he could probably have come up with the sounds in Black Panther by listening to a few hours of music from, like, African uh, artists, (laughs) and he just used that as an excuse, like, oh, guys, Disney, Disney, I need a lot of money because I need to go and, like, for my, it's for my process. It's just for my, I can't make it without that. was his UBI. His his UBI, his, his UBI was funded by Disney. That was it. Uh, Adrian, I will say, I want you to introduce him in the sense of, like, Paul Bettany introducing Heath Ledger in A Night's Tale <laughs> because you were like he spent a year and we were like so into it. It's just wild. Like I don't know. I don't know. Like the guy's creative process for like everything. What what did you hear about how he made the Mandalorian score, Andre? Uh, it was just like he he went through like all of these instruments and was like trying to figure out like how to do this, and then he gets to the recorder, and I laughed so hard like. The most basic instrument that everybody learns in the fourth grade. I was just like, that's what what got him, and that, like that's the the like key element that you hear in the sound like after you listen to that episode. Uh, but and then he like built it all from there, and he goes through the process of like how he did all of that. The sexiest yeah. thing about the score as a whole, and then just the whole motif motif that's put together for the Mandalorian is the Western elements, like the spaghetti Western, like. But it's 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 in Star Wars sounds, so it's like, man, this is everything I want. Well, it was like two or three episodes ago with uh, the guy who played what's his name? Everybody. The marshal. Yeah, he was the sheriff. Um, 
what, what was the name of the assassin that he played? It was that video game Hitman. Uh, so in that one, like, there's that scene where he's literally in the tavern, like, of this town in the middle of nowhere, and the sheriff walks in. And the saloon doors open and closed again. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think I think when he was walking, they made it sound like he had spurs on. They always yeah. do that, though. That's a thing that yeah. even that's a thing that I think even Boba Fett had in uh, in the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's true. You know who sucks in a lot of stuff that isn't what they're famous for? Uh, Lin Manuel, terrible, terrible actor. He, he's kind of he's. Uh, a one hit wonder. Well, Hamilton was a big giant piece of shit, so I don't know why. Nah, nah, nah. Ham- Hamilton <laughs> is, is dope, but, but the Moana songs, like they grow on you because they're catchy, but they're nowhere near like the quality of Hamilton. Well, even removed from music, I'm watching uh, his Dark Materials on HBO, which I dude, I want to see that. Is it good? I, I enjoy it a lot. It's 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 really good acting, except for fucking. Lin Manuel, he's terrible. He's so bad. Did y'all did y'all like uh, Lin Manuel's portrayal of uh, Julian Castro on SNL? No one saw that but you. Uh, it, yeah, I, I, I will agree with that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't even that. know what that is. I thought that was. Like, Hi, Jaime, have you seen Hamilton? You have Disney Plus. I saw it live. Yeah. <laughs> was it the original cast? Though? He was actually in it. Oh, <laughs> he was in it. I, I was a stagehand. Making which make if you're a part of a stagehand union in New York City, you can make like six figures easy. If you're a butcher, not right now, if you're a butcher no in fucking... New York City, you can make six figures easy. Well, no shit, we're not right now. If God. you're a drug dealer in New York City, you can make six figures. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> oh, if you're a gun dealer in New York City, you're a Jewish banker. If you had COVID, <laughs> you're part of a, a six-figure number. In New York City. <laughs> oh, 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 six figures. Wow. Wow, dude. That was, uh, yep. Uh, end the pot on that note. All right, we'll, we'll end it after just one, one last round the horn question. Um, Hang on. Before you do this, are we going to keep doing this? Or are we? is this the farewell pod? I'm going to keep doing it. I'll keep doing it with like one of y'all each week. I'm down to keep it going, man. It's fun talking with y'all. I, I think it, uh, my life's a little bit uh, more on the rails now, and we we have sleeping babies, so I, I can definitely start doing it more often. Did you hire a nanny? Make that nanny work overtime. <laughs> nah, man. Oh, she, no, 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 no. You take care of the kids and get the nanny on the podcast. There we go. There we go. Wait, y'all hired a nanny, Adrian? Yeah. Nice. Right. Keeping keeping him out of daycare here until we get out. She's a, oh, that, so makes sense. Like, that makes sense. Strong Swedish shoulders. She does. Build like a like a house. <laughs> big big like, square. Like a two story. So, I guess Morgan didn't want you to get a hot nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her just for the record. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just <laughs> making up stuff. It's like a it looks like a Buick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, do they still make Buicks? Yeah, dude. Yes. Got fists like ham hocks. <laughs> All right, Joseph, what was, your, what was your question? I don't even remember it anymore. I was going to do a mapping, but I don't remember to what. Um, oh, fuck it. Mandalore. <laughs> uh, We're mapping to the Mandalorian? Yeah, ma- mapping to the Mandalorian. Andre, I'm going to give you Mando, just because you deserve it. I'll take it. I wanted Carl Weathers, but I'll take it. Uh, nah, I think Josh is Carl Weathers, honestly. Cause you would fucking hate him for a while, but he'd come through, and and kill himself. Can't argue with that. Um, 
I want to be John Leguizamo's character, the one that gets strung up. <laughs> the one-eye guy? Yeah, that's a cool one. Uh, I feel like Hondo is the mechanic on Tatooine. The, the crazy Amy, Amy Sedaris? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hondo's yeah. Amy Sedaris. That's Jaime, dude. No way. Nah, Jaime is uh, uh, the moth. Giancarlo Esposito. That's, that's Jaime. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Adrian's Baby Yoda. Yeah, he would be the monster that eats that lady's offspring. <laughs> <laughs> Just, man, this is delicious. Oh, uh, mad spoilers. Dude, I laugh so hard at that. I might have to... I might have to explicitly state that there's no spoilers to the Mandalorian episode in the beginning of this episode. It's funny. All right, y'all. Sign off, Joseph. No, you can do it. You, you're so you're so into it. Go for it, buddy. buddy. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, y'all. We speak. It's good to speak to all y'all. This has been the Time is a Flat Circle podcast on the Los Caistos Network. Check us out weekly, and we will be back to talk about Pop culture, sports, and current events. See y'all later. Oh, I heard so, like I heard something other than coffee, NMO.